the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. For too long, we've lived in a world of canceled and delayed. No more. Those plans you've been making, they're on. Thanks to OnGo, the number one ranked at-home rapid COVID-19 test. So that vacation where you get to swim with the pigs, it's on. Your friend's wedding that was pushed back four times, it's on. The roar of the stadium, it's on too. OnGo, COVID-19 test results in minutes. OnGo is available at letsongo.com slash radio and Amazon. This product has been authorized by the FDA during the public health emergency only and only for the detection of proteins from SARS-CoV-2, not other viruses. The claim number one ranked is supported by ECRI's usability evaluation conducted in December 2021. 050. The question isn't who's going to let us. The question is who's going to stop us. Welcome to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo Five O. I'm your host, Pat Oni. You can find me over on Twitter at the Pat Oni Show, as well as Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, and over on Parlor. Um, in which I'm trying to be more active over on the Parlor. So definitely come follow me over there. Use the hashtag also stand with Mrs. Pat. Um, and <clears throat> you know the show is pre-recorded, so thank you, Stephen. And I do tend to be on all social media channels. When the show airs every 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on this very network and iHeartRadio and Spreaker. Um, and you can also find it where all podcasts air, like Apple Podcasts and all that sort of fun stuff. Be sure to rate and share the podcast to help the algorithms find me and um, be able to share the show. And, and, and so that we can also grow the show. So um, much appreciated. Thank you to all who tune in every week. Um, it is much appreciated. Thank you for all who tune into Critical Thinking on this network as well. Um, that That is on every Monday through Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yes, Andrew and I switched positions with uh, Stu and Richard of Patriotically Correct. Uh, so definitely check us out. Um, go to the Locals app and uh, download or download the Locals app and go, or go to criticalthinking.locals.com and uh, subscribe uh, for just that five dollars a month, we are on video now too, um, so you can check that out over on criticalthinking.locals.com. This week has been a tough week. It's been a long week, and Wednesday. Well, before I get into, even get into Wednesday and how we prepared um, critical thinking for that day. I want to share something that Coppins had said to me, and I'll, I'll put some context into it here in a few minutes. But he reminded me of a quote by Thomas Paine, that these are the times that try men's souls. And it got me thinking about the American crisis. And so I thought I would read it. Because, well, when's the last time any of us have read anything like this? Um, it just starts off, as you already know, 
These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country, but he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. Heaven knows how to put a proper price upon its goods, and it would be strange indeed if so celestial an article as freedom should not be highly rated. Britain, with an army to enforce her tyranny, has declared that she has the right not only to tax, but to bind us all all cases whatsoever, And if being bound in that manner is not slavery, then there is not such a thing as slavery upon earth. Even the expression is impious for the unlimited a power that can belong only to God. Whether the independence of the continent was declared too soon or delayed too long, I will not enter into an argument my own agenda is my own simple opinion is that it is been eight months earlier it would have been much better we did not we did not make a proper use of last winter neither could we while we were the dependent state however the fault is if it were one was all our own we have none to blame but ourselves but no great deal is lost yet. All that Hal has been doing for the month past is rather a ravage than a conquest, which the spirit of the Jerseys a year ago would have quickly repulsed, and which time and a little resolution will soon recover. I have little superstition in me that a living, the man living, but my secret opinion that ever been and still is that God Almighty will not give up a people to military destruction or leave them unsupportedly to perish who have so earnestly and so repeatedly sought to avoid the calamities of war by every decent method which wisdom could invent. Neither have I so much of the infidel in me as to suppose that he has relinquished the government of the world and given us upon up to care of devils and as i do not i cannot see on the grounds the king of britain can look up on up to heaven for help against us a common murderer a highwayman or a housebreaker has a good a preference as he. Tis surprising to see how rapidly a panic will sometimes run through a country. All nations and ages have been subjected to them. Britain has trembled like a argue or an ague at the report of a French fleet of the bottom boats. <clears throat> In the fourteenth, fifteenth century, the whole English army. <clears throat> 
rather ravaged the kingdom of France, was driven like men petrified with fear, and this brave exploit was performed by few broken forces, collected by headed by a woman, Joan of Arc. Would that heaven might inspire some Jersey maid to spirit up her countrymen to save her fair fellow sufferers from ravage and ravishment. Yet panics in some cases have their uses. They produce as much as good as hurt. Their duration is always short. The mind soon grows through them and acquires a firmer habit than before. But their peculiar advantage is that they are the touchstones of sincerity and hypocrisy and bring things and men to light, which might otherwise have lain forever undiscovered. In fact, they have the same effect on secret traitors, which an imaginary apparition would have upon a private murderer. They sift out the hidden thoughts of man and hold them up in public to the world. Many a disguised Troy has lately shown his head that shall potentially solemnize and curses the day of which Hal arrived upon the Delaware. As I was with the troops at Fort Lee and marched with them to the edge of Pennsylvania, I am well acquainted with many circumstances which those who live at a distance know but little or nothing of. Our situation there was exceedingly cramped, the place being a narrow neck of land between the North River and the Hannesack. Our force was inconsiderable, being not one-fourth so great as Howe could bring against us. We had no army at hand to have relieved the garrison, and we shut ourselves up and stood on our defense. Our ammunition, light artillery, and the best part of the stores had been removed, and the apprehension of Howe would endeavor and penetrate the Jerseys, in which case Fort Lee could be no use to us. For it must occur to every thinking man, whether in an army or not, that these kind of field forts are only for temporary purposes. And last, if he used no longer, then the enemy dis directs his forces against the particular object which such forts raise to defend. <coughs> such was our situation in the condition of Fort Lee on the morning of the 20th of November, and when an officer arrived with information that the enemy with 200 boats had landed about seven miles above Major General Nathaniel Green, who commanded the garrison immediately ordered them under arms and sent express to General Washington at the town of Handesack, distant by which the ferry equals six miles. Our first object was to secure the bridge over Handesack, which laid up the river with the enemy and us about six miles from us and three men from them. General Washington arrived in about three quarters of an hour and marched at the head of the troops towards the bridge, which place I expected we should have a brush for. However, they did not choose the dispute with us, and the greatest part of our troops went over the bridge, and the rest of the ferry except 
some of them which passed at a mill on a small creek between the bridge and the ferry and made their way through some marshy grounds up to the town of Handasek and past the river. We bought off much barrage as the weapons could contain. The rest was lost. The simple object was to bring the garrison, the march them until they could strengthen by the Jersey of Pennsylvania militia. So as they enabled to make a stand, we stand, we, st- we stayed four days at Newark, collected our outposts with some of the Jersey militia and marched out twice to meet the enemy on being informed and where advancing through the numbers greatly inferior to theirs. How in my little opinion, committed a great error in generalship in not throwing a body of forces off from the Staten Island through Amboy, by which means they might have seized our stores at Brunswick and intercepted our march into Pennsylvania. But if we believe the power of hell to be limited, we must likewise believe that their agents are under the same um, providential control. I shall not now attempt to give all the particulars of the retreat up to the Delaware. Suffice it for the the present to say that the officers and men through greatly harnessed and fatigued frequently without rest, covering the provision and inevitable consequences of a long retreat, bore it within manly and martial spirit, all of their wishes censored in one. which was that the control would would turn out and help them drive the enemy back. Voltaire had, imbar- had remarked that King William never appeared to full, full advance, but in difficulties and in action, the same remark may be made on General Washington for his character fits him. There is a natural firmness in some minds which cannot be unlocked by trifles, but which when unlocked, discovers a cabinet of fortitude, and I reckon it among those kind of public blessings, which we do not immediately see that God hath blessed him with uninterrupted health and given him a mind that even flourish upon care. I shall conclude this paper with some of the miscellaneous remarks on the state of our affairs and shall begin with asking the following question. Why is it that the enemy have left the New England provinces and made these middle ones the seat of war? The answer is easy. New England is not infested with Tories, and we are. I have been tender in raising the cry against these men and these numberless arguments to show them their danger, but it will not do sacrifice a world either to folly or their baseness. The period is now arrived in which either they must change our sentiments or one or both must fall. And what is a Troy? Good God. What is he? I should not be so afraid with a hundred wings against a thousand Tories were they to attempt to get into arms. Every Tory is a coward, a servile, slavish, Self-interested, fear is foundation, and Troyism and a man under such influence 
though he may be cruel, never can he be brave. But before the irrecoverable separation be drawn between us, let us reason the matter together. Your conduct is an invasion, invitation to the enemy, yet one in a thousand of your heart of you has a heart enough to join him. How is a much de- <clears throat> how is a much deceived by you as the American cause is injured by you? He expects you will all take up arms and flock to the standard with muskets on your shoulders. Your opinions are of no use to him unless you support him personally for it is soldiers and not Tories that he wants. I once fell upon a kind of anger which a man ought to feel against the mean principles that are held by the Tories. A noted one who kept the tavern amboy was standing at his door with pretty, a pretty child in his hands about eight or nine years old. And I never saw that, that speak again his mind as freely as he thought, as prudent, finished with his unfathered expression, well, give me peace in my day. Not a man lives on this continent, but fully believes that a separation must sometime or other finally take place, and a generous parent should have said, if there must be trouble, let it be in my day, that my child may have peace. And this single reflection, well applied, is sufficient to awaken every man to duty. Not a place upon the earth might be so happy as America. Her situation is remote from all wrangling world, and she has nothing to do to trade with them. A man can distinguish himself between temper and principle, and I am confident that I that as I am that God governs the world what America will never be till he gets clear of foreign dominion. Wars without ceasing will break out until period arrives and the continent must fear the end be conquer. For though the flame of liberty may sometimes cease to shine, the coal can never expire. America did not does not want force but she wanted a proper application that of that force wisdom is not <clears throat> wisdom is not the purchase of a day and it is no wonder that they should err at the first setting off from the access of tenderness we were will unwilling to raise an army and trusted our cause to the temporary defense of a well-meaning militia. A summer's experience has now taught us better, yet with those troops, while they were collected, we were able to set bounds and progress of the enemy. And thank God, they are again assembling. I always considered militia as the best troops in the world for the sudden exertion, but they will not do for long for a long campaign. How it is poss- how it is probable will make an attempt on the city of Philadelphia should he fail on his side of the Delaware. He is ruined. If he succeeds, our cause is not ruined. 
He stakes all on his side against the part of our, on ours. Admitting he succeeds, the consequence will be that armies from both ends of the continent will march to assist the suffering friends in the middle states, for he cannot go everywhere. It is impossible. I consider Hal as the greatest enemy the Tories have. He is bringing a war into their country. Which had it not been for him that partly for themselves they had been clear of? Should he now be expelled, I wish all of the, the de- devotion of a Christian that the names of the Whig and Tory may never more be mentioned. But should the Tories give him encouragement to come to his in assistance if he, if he come, I as sincerely wish that our next year's army may expel them to from the continent and the Congress appropriate their possessions to the relief to those who have long suffered in well-doing. A single successful battle next year will settle the whole. America could carry on a two-year's war by the confiscation of the property of the dissatisfied persons, and he made happy by their expulsion. Say not that this is revenge. Call it rather a soft resentment of a suffering people who have no object in the view of good, but have staked their own upon a seemingly doubtful event. Yet it is folly to argue against determined hardness. Eloquence may strike the ear, and language of sorrow may draw forth to a fear of compassion, but nothing can reach the heart that is steeled with prejudice. Quitting upon the class of men, I turn to the warm ador of a friend, to those who have notably stood and determined that the stand matter out. I call not upon a few, but upon all, not on the state or that state, but on every state. Up and help us. Lay your shoulders to the wheel. Better have too much force than too little. When so great an object is at stake, let it be told to the future world that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that this city and country, alarmed at one common danger, come forth to meet and to repulse it. Say not that thousands are gone. Turn out your tens of thousands. Throw not the burden of the day upon providence. But show your faith by your works, and God may bless you. It matters not where you live or what rank of life you hold. The evil or the blessing will reach you all, the far and the near, and the home counties and the back, and the rich and the poor will suffer or rejoice alike. The heart that feels not now is dead. The blood of his children will curse his cowardice who shrinks back in time and little might have saved the whole and made them happy. I love the man that came in can can smile in trouble that can gather strength from distress and can grow brave by reflection. Tis this business of little minds to shrink, but he whose heart is firm and whose conscience approves his conduct will pursue his principles unto death. 
my own line of reasoning is to myself, as straight and clear as a ray of light. Not all treasures on this world, so far as I believe, could be induced to me to support an offensive war, for I think it murder. But if a thief breaks into my house and burns and destroys my property and kills or threatens to kill me or those that are in it, and to bind me in all cases whatsoever to his absolute will, am I to suffer it? What signifies it to me, whether he who does it, a king or a common man, my countrymen or not my countrymen, whether it be done by an individual villain or an army of them, if we reason to the root of things, shall find no difference. Neither can any just cause be assigned why we should punish in one of the, one case and pardon in another. Let them call a rebel and welcome. I, I feel no concern from it. And I should suffer the misery of devils were, were I to make a whore of my soul and swearing allegiance to one whose character is sottish, stupid, stubborn, worthless, brutish man. I conceive likewise a horrid idea in receiving mercy from a being who at the last day shall be shrieking of rocks and mountains to cover him and fleeing the terror of orphan and window slain of America. And I'm going to pause right there just because there's just a little bit left, but I'm right up against a break. Um, you listen to the Pattern Show right here on Mojo Five O. Before I go, make sure you get prepared with Mojo50.com. Um, it's good to have a four-week emergency food supply kit, with, especially with all the craziness that's happening in our world right now. Start with your food storage. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That is preparewithmojo50.com. Listen to the Pounding Show right here on Mojo Five O. I will be right back right after this break. in the morning, it really gets me off to work. Oh, oh, uh, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Well, if you said the world has gone crazy, I think 99.9% of the Earth's population would, in fact, agree with you. Here's the thing. You can never be too prepared for the craziness that's happening all around you. Keep your head while others are losing theirs. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. You will find an emergency food supply with a big discount because you are a Mojo 50 listener. It's not about uh, panic. It's about being ready for anything. Preparewithmojo50.com. Mojo50.com. What do you need? I mean, really need to protect yourself and your family. A home security system? A big scary dog? A gun? If you're committed to protecting your family, and we know you are, even a reliable firearm falls short of what you need. To keep your loved ones safe today, tomorrow, and every day, you need access to life-saving resources that will help you survive any threat and the legal battle that comes after. 
That's why the USCCA gives law-abiding people like you the self-defense training, knowledge, and legal protection they need to help ensure the safety of their family and future. Discover what the United States Concealed Carry Association can do for you and your family by visiting uscca.com slash mojo Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. Welcome back to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo 5.0. I'm your host, Pat Oni. Uh, once again, you can find me over on Twitter at the Pat Oni Show. You can also use the hashtag stand with Mrs. Pat. I'll be getting to a new Mrs. Pat recipe here in just a few minutes. Um, and then you can also find me over on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, and over on Parlor. And as I said, I'm going to be focusing more on Parlor um, than I am on uh, the Facebook page and the Twitter page as well, just because, you know, big tech and all the censorship and stuff. And of course, you know, free markets too, because um, I want to go where, you know, free speech is and, you know, parlor and MeWe and um, the locals um, seem to all be very good with that. So um, slowly just moving more towards them and doing less with Facebook and Twitter. But anyway, um, I do want to finish the American crisis by, by Thomas Paine. I, I got most of the way through it in the first half of the hour. Um, there, there's a reason why I'm reading this and I will get to that here in just a few minutes. I know it's long. Thomas Paine is very, very long winded. Um, but there's, there's a reason for it. And hopefully you've started to see some of the similarities between what Thomas Paine is saying during the time of the American revolution and to, well, our time and more specifically, maybe even some things that have been happening this week and over the past several months. Um, so just want to finish this really quick. There are cases which cannot be overdone by language, and this is one. There are persons, two, who see not the full extent of the evil which threatens them. The solace themselves with hopes that the enemy, if he succeed, will be merciful. It is the madness of folly to expect mercy from those who have refused to do justice and even mercy where conquest is the object is not only a trick of war. The cunning of the fox is the, as murderous as the violence of the wolf and we ought to guard equally against both. Howe's first object is partly by threats and partly by promises to terrify or seduce the people to deliver up their arms and receive mercy. The ministry recommended the same plan to gauge, and that this is what the Tories call making their peace, a peace which passes all understanding indeed. A peace which would be the immediate forerunner of a worse ruin that we may that we <clears throat> have yet thought of. Yea, men of Pennsylvania do not reason upon these things. Where the back counties and to give the, up their armies, they would fall an easy prey to the Indians who are all armed. This perhaps 
is what the Tories would want to do, would want not be sorry for. Where the home counties to deliver up their arms, they would be exposed to the resentment of the back counties who would then have it in their power to chastise their defection at pleasure. And where by many the state to give upon his arms, the state must be garrisoned by Howe's army of Britons and Hessians to preserve it from the anger of the rest. Mutual fear is the principal link in the chain of mutual love, and woe be to the state that breaks the compact. How is merciful inviting you to the barbarous destruction, and must and men must be either rogues or fools that who do not that who will not see it. I dwell upon the vapors of Im- imagination. I bring reason to your ears, and in language as plain as A, B, C, hold up the truth to your eyes. I thank God that I fear not. I see no real cause for fear. I know the situation well and can see the way out of it. While our army was collected, Hal dared not risk a battle, and is no credit to him, and he decamped from the White Plains and waited a mean opportunity to ravage and defenseless jerseys. And it is great credit to us that with a handful of men we sustained an orderly retreat for near a hundred miles, brought off our ammunition and our field and our field pieces. The greatest part of the story of the stores <clears throat> that had four rivers to pass. None can say that our retreat was pre- um, precipitate, for we were near three weeks in performing it, that the country might have time to come in. Twice we marched back to meet the enemy and remained out until dark. The sign of fear was not seen in our camp, and had not some of the cowardly and disaffected inhabitants spread false alarms through the, 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 count, the country, the jerseys had never been ravaged. Once more, we were again collected and collecting our new army at both ends of the continent, recruiting fast, and we shall be able to open the next campaign within 60, with, with 60,000 men, well armed and clothed. This is our situation, and we and who will may know it by perseverance and fortitude, we have the prospect of a glorious issue by cowardice and submission and sad choice of a variety of evils, a ravaged country, a depopulated city, habitations without safety, and slavery without hope, our homes turned into barracks and bodily houses for Hessians, and a future race to provide for whose fathers we shall doubt of. Look for this picture and, and weep over it. And if there were, were yet remains one thoughtless wretch who believes it not, let him suffer it unlamented. Um, the, this was written on December 23rd, 
1776. And the footnote on this um, I found was interesting too. The present winter is the worth of age. It was roughly employed, but it lost or neglected the whole continent to partake of the evil. And there is no punishment that man does not deserve, but he who or what, where he will, that he may be means of sacrificing a season so precious and useful. I read this because, well, I see a lot of similarities between what Thomas Paine is saying here and our country today. When I say when we find out the election results, whether we've won or lost, that we go on about our lives. The one thing I want to clarify is I've never meant that we don't fight, and there are many ways to do so. I'm not calling for violence. I'm simply saying we are the stewards of our freedom. And it is not whoever is in office that is going to protect that freedom. Sure, it helps. But we are the ones that are ultimately responsible. And I think Thomas Paine understood that. I mean, that is essentially what the American crisis was about. It was during the Revolutionary War. It was during um, months of hardship, a harsh winter. It was during, um, (laughs) well, we were losing. We were simply losing the war. We needed a turning point, and there wasn't a ton of hope. And there were many people in the country at the time that didn't want to fight, that would have accepted the outcome and accepted the consequences of the winning side. Right or wrong, they would have accepted it in the name of peace, in the name of comfort. What I am saying to you now Whoever wins this election, times are going to be tough and we're going to have a decision to make because these are times that try men's souls. And I firmly believe that it is times like these that make men more courageous and that make men far tougher than what they could ever realize that they could be. And if we do this right, maybe we become a little bit closer to God too. See, my my belief in freedom is not rooted whoever is in office. My belief in freedom is rooted in God, is rooted in Jesus Christ. That my rights are unalienable, that they were given to me by the Almighty Creator, that being Heavenly Father himself. And I thank him every day on my knees for these things, for these blessings. And while it is getting harder and harder all the time to, well, be a part of a country where the government has become so corrupt 
it seems like there is no end. If there's no end to this battle, there's no end to this fight. But I've got to believe that there is. I've got to believe that there's a light at the end of this tunnel. I don't know when it will be. I do know if I'm ever lucky enough and fortunate enough to have children that I want to leave this country better than I found it. That they may not have to fight these battles for themselves. But I'm I'm starting to wonder um, throughout the period of the history of this country, has there ever been a time in this country where we, on some level, were not fighting for their freedom and for the wellness of the soul of this country? And so Coppins and I were talking about this the other night. Maybe not in so many words, but we spoke about this. We, um, after Wednesday's show, I, I felt so defeated because the numbers had changed so dramat- dramatically overnight that I really thought, well, we really are going to have a President Joe Biden. And we likely still are. I don't know if there's enough fraud to overturn the verdict or not. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to come out of these legal cases. I don't know. I support it. I support President Trump looking into these things and making sure that this election was run fairly and that the votes were counted correctly and legally. Um, I, I support all of these things. And if it overturns the vote in Trump's favor, great. I accept that fact. But if it doesn't, well, then I accept the fact that Joe Biden is the president of the United States. That doesn't mean I won't be critical. It doesn't mean that I won't be watching his every move. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to continue to stand up for what I believe in. Just because Joe Biden is in office, and really just because Kamala Harris is in office, and will eventually become president, and that they're eventually going to try to put socialism on us, like they have been for so long doesn't mean I'm going to stop fighting I'm not calling for violence there are many ways to fight there are many honorable ways to fight and that's that's where I am that's the, that's the conclusion that I've come to is that I am willing to fight I am willing to stand up for what I believe in and I am the steward of my own freedom. See, it doesn't matter who's in office. It could be Donald Trump. It could be Joe Biden. It could be Kamala Harris. It could be Hillary Clinton for all I care. They aren't here to save us. No politician has ever been here to save us. Donald Trump included in this, by the way. While he's done a great deal of good things for this country, Donald Trump is not here to save us. There's only one person that I can think of that it's their job to save us. Not just as individuals, but as a nation, and that's Christ himself. And so my faith in this country is not so much rooted in this country so much as it is rooted in my faith and rooted in Jesus Christ. I guess what I'm trying to tell all of you that while these are times that try men's souls, while this election has been awful and it has been hard and we don't know what the outcome is going to be yet, what I am telling you is that tomorrow 
is a new day. And if we should, and should Donald Trump lose this election, and should conservatives lose this election, we will live to fight another day. We will. We may have to come up with a new strategy. We may have to come up with new ideas. We may have to come up with a new brand, if you will. Whatever that looks like. I know Coppins has been as doom and gloom as much to say that, well, America could end as we know it and we could split into two countries after this civil war. I don't think he's wrong, but I don't want to believe that we can't somehow, in some way, unite again. I'm not ready to believe that yet because I believe in the idea that is America. I believe in the idea that we are a melting pot and that we can find a way to live together. Now, I will say this, socialism, communism, whatever ism you want to use, and freedom cannot coexist together. They cannot. They never will. So, ask yourself, what are you willing to do? Are you willing to stand up and, and and be the man or the woman that this country needs? Are you willing to stand against the tyranny that is happening right before our eyes? And it's happening on both sides of the aisle. It's not one political idea. It, it may be one predominantly more than the other, but it's it's not just one political party. It's 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 everybody. But these are the times that try men's souls. And these are the times that will make us tougher. These are the times that will make us better in the end and hopefully better versions of ourselves. And hopefully we can remind ourselves of the principles of which this great country was founded on. I have to believe that. I have to hope for that. I pray that you do too. This has been on my mind a lot, especially over the last few days. Come what may at this point. I will accept the outcome. But that doesn't mean that I am not going to rise again and continue to fight for the things that I believe in and for the freedom of not just myself and my family, but for all men in this country, for our independence, for the soul that is America and the idea that is America. And before I continue on with the uh, Mrs. Pat recipe of the week, which I will get here to here in just a second. Um, did you know that according to FBI statistics, a violent crime happens every 26 seconds in the United States. That's over 3,300 times someone is forced to defend themselves. Now think about everything you do in an ordinary day, going to work, shopping, picking up the kids, walking the dog. How often are you leaving yourself and your family vulnerable? 
Today's the day to commit to protecting your loved ones and yourself by taking the first step on toward becoming a responsible, empowered protector. The USCCA exists to give law-abiding folks like you and the training, knowledge, and legal protection that they need to protect their families and safeguard their futures. The USCCA is ready to help you become the protector you deserve and need to be. So visit uscca.com slash mojo50 to learn about everything the USCCA has to offer. That's uscca.com slash mojo50. All right. So now for a little fun. I know most of the show's been pretty heavy. I know this week's been pretty heavy. But um, let's get to the Mrs. Pat recipe of the week. Now, hopefully most of you are getting to enjoy football season. Um, I've been able to enjoy it for the last two weeks finally because, well, my Buckeyes are playing. And, um, well, speaking of which, I need to do this because, well, they play tomorrow. And besides, I'm also still protesting Kevin Warren for being stupid because he sucks and because, well, he has fundamentally been screwing over the Big Ten. They're still screwing over the Big Ten with all of their COVID restrictions and what they're doing to the Wisconsin Badgers now, um, having to cancel their second game for the uh, second week in a row, which they might as well just cancel the rest of the Wisconsin Badgers season at this point because it's no longer going to matter. Um, they've had a cancel game for per, per um Nebraska and Purdue because of the Wisconsin Badgers and their um, tests for COVID. But, uh, you know, it is only cold and flu season, so why wouldn't there be a rise in COVID cases? It doesn't seem that hard to figure out, but whatever the case may be. Um, But football season is here, and maybe, just maybe you're going over to a close friend or a family member's house, don't show up empty-handed. You don't want to show up empty-handed. I, I've never believed that you go to someone else's house and you just go to their house empty-handed. You want to bring something along with you. And so, I have a really good dip for you. Now, I've done a dip on here before. Um, this is something totally different. Um, it is a million-dollar dip, as Mrs. Pat calls it. It's very, very simple. It takes a matter of just a couple of minutes to throw together, and it's pretty easy, and it's actually pretty cheap especially if you're either hosting a party or you're going over to someone else's house either way it's pretty simple i'll throw it up on the mimi but it's uh, all all you need uh is some green onions cheddar cheese mayonnaise real bacon bits and some crackers Mm-mm-mm-mm. it is good um definitely check it out All you got to do is add the green onions, cherry cheese, mayonnaise, and bacon bits into a small bowl. Mix until combined until they are ready to be served um, with your favorite crackers. And, you know, actually tortilla chips work well here too. Try it with tortilla chips. It's actually pretty good. Highly recommend to check it out. Um, Again, send us the pictures to your Mrs. Pat recipes because we do enjoy those. You can tweet them at us. You can... um, Find me on Facebook, direct message me if you want to. I, I don't care. You can also send them to me over on the MeWe, um, and I will um, 
post this recipe there um, for you tomorrow when the show airs. Um, <clears throat> okay. Speaking of... Well, actually, no. I know. I don't, I don't want to get into the election just yet. Because um, we, we've done so much with the election this week. We, we've got to do... We've got to do WTF. We must do WTF. I, I can't not go another week without doing a WTF story. We even skipped WTF Wednesday this week for the sake of election statistics for Pete freaking sakes. So I've got to, I've got to do this WTF story. And given that this is 2020 and with all the crap that's going on in the world, please, I'm begging you, treat this story with the respect that it deserves. Florida man paid for a full contact experience with a large leopard. It went about as well as you'd guess. So this time, uh, well, Florida man is back. This time he uh, paid the owner of a private animal sanctuary $150 for a full contact experience with one of his own full-grown black leopards. And might I say, they, they have pictures of this black leopard on here, and it is beautiful. It is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful cat. Um, but yeah... A Florida man wanted to play with it and rub its belly. If you were a betting man, what would you have bet have happened? Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You would be right. He got mauled. Um, big time. The animal charged Turner once he uh, walked into the enclosure. Uh, one of the Turner's ears got ripped apart and his scalp... And, <laughs> Got ripped apart from his scalp and was hanging from his head following the attack. Um, the reporter said, oh, man. So uh, and he's got pictures. He's got like a bandage around his head and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, guys. Um, just pro-life tip number one. If you ever feel the need with no experience or any kind of supervision whatsoever to get into an enclosure with a wild cat, especially a big cat like a tiger, panther, or a leopard, you're doing life wrong. If you're looking for the thrill, you are doing life wrong. Um, there are other ways to get thrills in life. There's other ways to, to have fun. Um, this ain't one. I promise you, it's not worth it. It's not worth it what this what, for what this guy has gone through. Trust me. <clears throat> it's not worth it. Okay. And just to kind of close up the show here, because we only have a couple of minutes left. Um, you know, Coppins has ended at this the last couple of days that we need to clean up our election. And we absolutely do need to clean up our election cycle. Um Samuel Adams has a pretty good answer to that. And that is one, vote your conscience. Don't sell your vote. Support voter ID and accept responsibility. It's pretty simple. And oh, and by the way, the whole voter ID thing, uh, requiring individuals to show identification at a voting booth is considered by many to be a travesty of justice and suppression of voting rights. Sam Adams would not agree. He argues that showing identification provides further security to the people in the free exercise of an invaluable right. 
Cheating is more likely to occur. He infers in highly populated areas which have large numbers of immigrants. Adams welcomes the, these newcomers, but suggests that such foreigners should be required when they are offered to votes to select men of towns to produce authentic certificates from the courts by which they are endowed to so high privilege to test their citizenship. I absolutely agree with that. It absolutely needs to happen. Um, it, it is honestly, we should all be voting in person. Sam Adams was an advocate of voting rights and that it was one of our most sacred duties as American citizens. Um, and he suggested that we should treat it as something that is very sacred. The only way to do that, in my, in my humble opinion, looking at all the crap that is going on in this country right now with this election is to simply go vote in person and use voter ID that'll prevent fraud. It's not hard. It's not a hard concept to grasp. Anyway, you've been listening to the Patterning Show right here on Mojo Five O. Jason Gouffre, Defending 2A, is up next. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And Kevin Warren still sucks. We'll see you on Monday. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. The, I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.